0: Good morning, good morning. Is it working? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. On Wednesdays, the four musketeers. Wah! Okay, they don't see us on Podbeam, but on live, they see us. jean go. Wah! Sabrina and Marie-Pierre. It's my favorite day of the week. I swear, it's my favorite day of the week. And the second reason it's my favorite day of the week, because um Anthony Robbins, oh, my God, this guy's got it, like, I've been—we're about the same age, a couple of years difference. And I remember when I began in my multi-level marketing business when I was 18, he was the guy. This this guy was a guy. Okay, back then I found him really cute. I had this like uh, virtual crush on him. <laughs> But today, you know, I've evolved in my business, he's evolved in his business, and the older we get, I I see him, sometimes I just fall on something he's saying, and he, he he gets very emotional, and I know what those emotions are about, because those emotions are about that at the end of the day, to be successful in life intentionally, you have to be of service to other people. I mean, that's what it's about. And when we realize this, there's there's like a peace, like a deep peace that comes within us. Anyways, all that being said, 38 years myself in multi-level marketing, married to Mohammed. And Sabrina, Sabrina, you know, like I know every time I say married to Mohammed, people go, oh, yes. So belief systems. I remember when I met Mohammed, you know, first Muslim friend I had in my life. Anyways, I'll let Sabrina cover that. So. Today, we're going to continue with our belief systems in the book, Awaken the Giant with Anthony Robbins. Every time I give a podcast, I keep reminding you, my friends, my dear friend, Joan, I just saw you. Hi, Joan. I keep reminding you guys, you've got to buy the books. You've got to read the books with us. Underline, write yourself notes. If you only listen to the podcast, you will forget everything that is said. If you listen to the podcast, plus you read the segment of the book that we're covering. So Marie-Pierre, which pages are we covering? Those that are following us right now.
1: Uh, Page 68 to 70.
0: Okay, so you can read it and follow us and then you can re-listen to the podcast and some of you might be saying, oh, I don't want to do all that. It's okay. It's perfect. But remember, if for me to go from here to stepping out up in my level of life, we need to be very intentional. It's not an easy job and it begins with an inside out job. So why is it important, let's dive right into the subject, why is it important to change your beliefs. Why is it important? Okay, The basic idea is the beliefs you have about yourself can drive your long-term behavior. Remember in Norway when you had this guy who used to be in the army that went on an island that was receiving students from 18 to 25 from all over the world uh, to talk about politics. He had exploded a bomb at City Hall in Oslo. Just to to deviate the attention, where he went and attacked, and that day he killed eighty three young people between age eighteen and and uh, and twenty five. If you don't remember the scene, it's it's a must. It's a must. Uh, uh, you need to be informed, and I'll tell you why. This is what happens with beliefs. When you're following the wrong people, you don't understand it. But with time, he grew a hatred and. Um, and it took years to get there. But by the time it was discovered, it was too late. Damage was done. Now I'm taking you to a far extreme. How about little things in our life that are not that extreme, but that are subtle? Okay. And we're we growing beliefs in the wrong area of our lives. What, what, what would be the consequences of that? Okay, well, the consequences if I'm growing beliefs and I'm believing things um, that are not in accordance with my vision of my life, well, what happens is it won't be long. I was talking about to Jean-Philippe, Sabrina, and Marie-Pierre. It won't be long um, that you'll find yourself out of the game and you're going to wonder what happened. And the exact opposite is also the same. When you start following something, that is good for you how you will elevate yourself to the next level in your life so each action you perform is driven by the fundamental belief that this is possible whether it be positive or whether it be negative like just just remember that it works both ways so you have to be very very conscious of who you follow i remember one sentence i read and i absolutely loved you have to follow the right cat because if you don't both you can go in either a wrong or right path so if you change your identity the type of person that you believe you that you are and that you can be it will be easier to change your actions but remember always in the right direction direction. Limiting beliefs can have a number of negative effects on you. They could keep you from making good choices, taking new opportunities, or reaching new level of potential. Ultimately, limiting beliefs can keep you stuck in a negative state of mind and And hinder you from living your best life right now. So we're going to dive right into the subject of Anthony Robbins with Sabrina with techniques of changing our beliefs. Then we move on to Jean-Philippe with examples and we close with my favorite part of every podcast, an exercise. Okay, I love playing. So take it away, Sabrina.
2: Thank you, Maria. First of all, I want to thank everyone for all the sharing this morning. We have some sharing on Pond Bean. We have some sharing on the Facebook, on Bureau Tupperware Lidia So thank you, everyone. Because, yes, we know that we are growing our um, listener. It's because you are sharing the podcast. So thank you, everyone. I just want to remember you that we have only 20 people percent of the people that they are listening to, to us in live, 80 percent are listening during the day because you share the live for us. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We have two techniques, two techniques to change a belief, and um, you will realize that you use some of those techniques already in your life. First of all, If you have something that you want to change, you have a belief that you want to change, you need to associate massive pain to the belief that you want to change. I will give you the example of me when I decided to stop drinking. I I cannot spend my time to remember when it was happy to drink. Because if I always put in my mind, oh, it was funny when I take a drink with this friend, it was funny when I did this activities, and I, I will give to my brain the information that it was funny to drink. But I need to remember in my head when it was not funny, when I was in bad situation because I was drinking. When I I lose some of my friends, I have some people that didn't talk to me since 20 years ago because I did, I don't know what, because I don't remember what I did, but after this day, they decided to stop talking to me since 20 years. So I need to remember those examples to to be sure that what it's associated to my brain, it's it's negative emotion link. To drink but in the other way I cannot just stop drinking I need to 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 add a new habit in my life I need to have a new belief because I cannot just take off a belief I need to re- replace this belief by a new one for everybody who stop smoking you can not just stop smoking you need to replace this habit by something happy that you need to be excited by the new habit and i know that maria when you decided to stop uh, smoking you always said oh it's bad i'm i will be sick if i'm continue smoking and when you decided to stop you are always say oh i'm i'm healthy because i'm not um, I'm not smoking, and focusing on the new, the new habit, and the, the excitement of the new habit. Everybody who decided to s- start going to the gym or started doing exercises, what they are doing? They buy new shoes, they buy new clothes. Why? Because it's the excitement of I will bra- I will uh, wear my new clothes to go to the gym when you decided to change your um, what you will we, uh, eat. For example, my dad, when he did a heart attack, he said, you need to change to do Mediterranean um, alimentation. And my mom was reading all the book about this kind of alimentation. She was looking uh, for a new re- recipe. So you aliment uh, alimenté, um, you, you increase your excitement about this new habit, so you will forget the the previous habit that you have in your life. So the first technique is that bring be sure that your habit that you want to uh, change, it's associated to massive pain, and that the new habit it's associated to excitement. Because if you decided to change um your alimentation and you just think it's oh it's so bad that i have to change my alimentation it's so bad that it's it's good (laughs) it tastes nothing because when my my mom started to cook without salt my god it tastes nothing Uh, i bring her some uh uh, Sy- some <laughs> to be sure that she adds something because she ju- she she was just stopping putting stuff but not adding new new uh, uh I don't uh, know but yeah but y- y- you understand that she she stopped something but not adding another thing to be sure that it it's funny to eat so you need to to be sure that the new habit is funny and the second technique because it's yes you can apply it in some situation but the second technique it's when you have yes a belief that you have in your head but you have doubt that something happened that changed your mind and you realize that it was not really what you were expecting and as Maria said Maria, when you met Mohammed for the first time it it changed your belief about all the Muslim community. So the doubt happened in your life just because you you met someone that brings you a new reality. So sometimes you will change your belief because you realize that it's, it's not really what you was thinking they say maybe you're you're a little bit shy that it was your your belief at this moment and if you you can just talk about the day that we did a party for the um, I, I don't know um what,
0: what was way? the La fête de l'Aïd, so once they do yeah. the uh, the fasting, then they have this mega, mega party where there's so many cookies, remember? And you have yeah. lamb and you have cooks. I know all the children that come to this feast that it's their first um, fête de l'Aïd, uh, they are just absolutely flabbergasted at the quantity of desserts there is. But what I want to share here, um, Sabrina, being Italian-born, thinking that the whole planet is catholic living with italian parents like i mean this this is my village village in my mind in my mind anybody that was muslim okay this is what the way it was perceived had a negative connotation and then you have the paradigm shift this is what we cover on thursday and friday the paradigm shift So what happened to you that day that we invited you to La Fête de l'Aid, this Muslim big feast after fasting happens? And within a second, a paradigm shift, Sabrina, takes a second. And you looked around you and you saw the love and you saw the happiness and you saw the abundance and you saw the generosity. What happened to you, Sabrina, and many of my French-Canadian friends, in a click of a finger, eh, Sabrina, like this, all of a sudden, switch. And like me, we realize, oh my God, there's good people everywhere. There's giving people everywhere. There's generous people everywhere. And I know, Sabrina, even your look on the Muslim community that day was transformed forever, right? So, but it needs to be connected to something good because if you keep looking at social media or you keep looking at the news, if you keep looking at things you don't have firsthand experience, you're going to believe that that's true out there, Sabrina. Okay, so thank you. I Thank you for bringing it up.
2: Yeah, and I know, GP that you have some example that you want to share with us because, yes, as you said, Maria, social media can change belief. At uh, the good way or the wrong way to depending what you're looking?
3: Yes, sir. thank you, Sabrina. So yes, actually, there is a lot of things in our life that we don't question at all because it seems so obvious that it is not a question that comes to our mind. And on the opposite, there is some things in our life that we question that we should not do that. Let's take a, a, an example that I love so much in the book. It was about uh, like the computer, the phone. You know, when we are writing, like if you guys don't know, like what is a QWERTY, a QWERTY um, a clavier, how do you say clavier in English? A keyboard. Keyboard, the QWERTY keyboard. Actually, like when we are looking at it, we always live with that keyboard. It's a QWERTY. Well, actually, I know for Virginie in France, it's Azurety, okay? So you're you, 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 it's a little bit different, but most of on the planet, like using the QWERTY. And if you're trying to ask yourself, what why is like that? Why is not A, B, C, D, E, F, G? Like you, you should like make supposition like, oh, it's probably because it's more efficient, because it's more natural and all of that. But like, it has been proven that that type of keyboard at the time it was invented was because it, it, it not because it's it, it's usual, but it's only to get people like typing slower and slower. And the reason why, okay, we have decided to keep that keyboard, it's only because during a competition. One of the person memorize okay, the, the keyboard, okay? And just what's typing faster. Not because it's logical, only because it has been memorized and it has been proved because he has memorizing good, that he was really fast. And since that moment, we say that, oh, it's because it's fast, but at first it was not. So we don't question that. We don't question why it's QWERTY. It's just the way it is. And there is things in our life that are like that. But why, okay, are we questioning sometimes our beliefs? Okay. And like, there is, um, the way it's formulated in English is what if, if we are using the conditional, okay? What, what if they think I, I, I don't look good? What if it doesn't work? What if, if they are right? Okay. And we're questioning some beliefs that we should keep and say, yes that works for me right now, that bringing me joy, that bringing me somewhere in my life. So why are you questioning it? Okay. But on the opposite, okay, all beliefs, as we said, with the technique of Sabrina, okay, can be a question just to be sure that are you having the right answer? Are you in the right path right now? And it has been proven that with the CIA, with the FBI, there is guys, okay, in those places that they are formated, okay, we'll use that word, okay, just to switch your beliefs, okay, even if something it is so, like, deep in yourself that they can switch like that with the right question, okay, so what it means, it not means that you should, like, all question all of your beliefs, but it means that, yes, a belief can be changed if we have the good answer, Okay, so just remember that that we are doing things with some habits because it's good for our brain. So we don't have to question things like I don't have to question QWERTY keyboards it's easier for me. It's the way it is. I just have to learn it that way. But when it's about like how you feel, how you live, what are your value? Okay. Those are things that needs to be in the good path. So sometimes you will have to question yourself. And when you have the good questions, you will be able like to progress in your life as teenager. Okay. The best example, I think it's teenager are in a way. Okay. I, when I was a teenager. Okay. We are not strong. Okay. Most of the time we're not on solid basis because we are, we are building it. Okay. We are putting like some bricks and all of that. And most of the times when you ask a teenager or you see a a new, uh, a new habits it's because he is surrounding himself with a new environment, new friends that are questioning is belief, questioning is value, okay? So understand here that as everything can be questioned, but to help you build your basis and build your foundation. And with that, I know that Marie-Pierre, you have found like a couple questions that we can ask ourselves, not like to be um, ébranlé, like just to be sure that we have the right belief actually, and we are on the right path.
1: Yes, thank you, Rafael, because we are not like kids who ask a million questions about everything, <laughs> questioning everything around them, but in uh, when we become an adult, belief is something that we just stop questioning. So when we are maybe depressed, all our be- belief is about ourselves is a world become uh, pessimistic. When you are anxious, every belief around you will be seems like dangerous and stressful, so Yes, we want to uh, try this questioning tactic, so we make sure it can distance uh, us from debilitating thought and allow us to view situation more objectively. So yes, I have a few questions. So Maria, will do the exercise with you because I know (laughs) you love it. So first, you have to choose a belief that you have. It can be about you, it can be about the world. Choose something easy, Maria. (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, about me. There we go. Okay, what is it? Uh am I able to earn a million dollars a day?
1: Okay, perfect. So your belief is I can earn? Oh I, I can't I can't.
0: I cannot. Can't. Okay, let's perfect. go.
1: <laughs> okay. So now on the podcast, on Facebook, if you want to do them the test with us, just right in the pot bean. but maybe you will take more time to answer every question. So I will drop the document on the inspirational group. So if you are not already on the group, make sure to join the group to have everything that we covered this morning. So the first question, Maria, when did you first start believing that?
0: Oh, believing. When my son Hamid said, why mommy? You're not making as much money as Bill Gates. You're the same age. Why? He <laughs> asked me a question. And then I said, hmm, yeah, why? That's when it began. He was like 14 Perfect. years old and he's 30 now. <laughs> okay. And, okay. Ever, and by the way, ever, ever, ever since then, my income has doubled and doubled and doubled. Like just because he asked me a question. Perfect.
1: Number two. Who taught you that you cannot make that money?
0: My parents. They said, they said eat, but don't be um, gourmand. Don't be um, greedy. Remember, if you get too big, it's dangerous.
3: Mm.
1: <laughs> Number three, did you ever question this teaching or seek to educate yourself on this issue? from various multiple sources.
0: Once I started my uh, multi-level marketing, but actually, because my parents were in the same multi-level marketing, once my mom passed away, there we go, we'll go there, that I started questioning how big can we really get? How much money can we really make? Because, you see, before... The vision of selling $4 million in a year was the the top of the top. And now we just came out of a $5 million month. So (laughs) questioning it and going and see other sources within my same business, because this is very important. You need to be able to compare apples with apples, otherwise you'll be deceived. I didn't go check other direct sales company. I started investigating in the world what were other Tupperware companies selling? And I was very fortunate to have people like Luciano Garcia that would put me updated. Brazil sold this much. France sold this much. So I, I, I began growing my vision based on other success story in my field around the world with the same system. And it changed completely our trajectory.
1: Mm-hmm. Next question, what would it mean if you change your mind on this issue? Who would it affect?
0: That I can or I can't.
1: If you change your belief, so now you can, what would it mean and who would it affect?
0: Well, when I decided I could, well that's the that's when and I can I can even tell you exactly when it all began and this was in 2008 when all of a sudden it impacted my entire organization we were about 9 directors strong we're 208 today but back then 9 directors strong and we started we started we started yelling if you want 10 million dollars so it affected every single director in my organization i have directors right now that clearly earn minimum a hundred thousand dollars a year those that are full-time and of course stick to the process because there's a lot of people that work full-time but they do all kinds of other stuff and it doesn't work but the the, the really focus with you know the the, what i call the the systems and the procedures are so blowing it out of the water
1: thank you maria so it gives you an idea of type of question, and if I go really fast uh, with uh, the other question, we can ask ourselves, is this true? And Can you think of example in your life that contradict that belief? Why do I believe that? Can you absolutely, absolutely know that this is true? How do you react when, happens you, when you believe that thought? Who would you become without that belief? Have I ever discussed this issue with someone who disagree or see it in a different way? Just like when you search on the internet, do you look for something that contradicts what you think? <laughs> Make sure to uh, search both ways. And if that belief disappear, who uh, would, it, that, uh, would that be okay? So that's all a kind of question that you can ask yourself when you know that you have a belief that maybe it comes from your parents but you're not sure that's something that you want to hold on to. So that's the kind of question you can ask yourself to really create the doubt that Sabrina uh, told us about it and to change your belief.
0: Thank you, Omairi Pierre. It's so, so true. And again, now my belief is changing because um, I can see ourselves now selling worldwide and I have this whole new vision. Anyways, those are on Zoom and those on uh, Facebook. You can see it behind me. It's a whole new vision. Just, you know, you see something new, you question something new, and your your vision just grows. So in conclusion, uh, what I wanted to conclude this segment for me is your belief system is the invisible force behind your behavior. My behavior is dictated by my beliefs. That's it, that's all. You know, so if I choose to talk to you, it's dictated through my belief system that you're a good person that I can talk to because you're heading where I'm heading. And if I choose not to talk to you, or if I choose to get my distance from you is because where you're going and where I'm going is not the same place, okay? So your capacity to do this is so important. So to who you pray, how you treat your spouse, this, this comes from all your beliefs, how you raise your children, how you see wealth. Your, your belief system is the strongest force that affects your decision. And your decision are the results of the life you are living right now right now. I I mean, I'm the living proof of that. Uh, A disruption of your belief system is a chance for growth or failure. I remember once we went to a millionaire conference downtown Montreal here with Sally Mason. And I know that that conference disrupted unfortunately, Sally's Mason, there's the tra- trajectory. And I was at the same conference and that conference brought me to where I am now. See, she went to that conference and looked at whatever that, that mentor was saying outside of our field of influence. So that comes back to the podcast tomorrow. Make sure you're within your circle of influence where I listened to the exact same conference. And I said, how can I use this with in my circle of influence, with my process, and with my protocols. Long story short, she's no longer with us today. I'm still here, growing, growing, growing. So remember, a disruption of your belief system is a chance for growth or a chance for failure. Question yourself. Analyze what you're doing. Compute what you're doing. What are you believing? Are you having the result? Who is influencing your beliefs? Are you surrounded with the right people that when you grow, you know, they they grow with you? Or are you hanging around with people that you're just uh, surfing at the same level? All this has to deal with character traits. And a lot of times when we're so focused on wanting to be a movie star... You know, I'll just use it this way, where you just want to look at how many likes you're getting and how many comments you're getting and how many followers you're getting. Well, unfortunately, unfortunately, what happens is you get distracted from your real fundamental values, which distract you from your real um your real life you want to live and make sure it's never too, it's never too late, but make sure that you don't let go your best years ahead of you. I know I had to take massive decisions in my life to be where I am today. And it's not always easy because when you take a decision, you're going to have to let go of a lot, a lot of people. Because if you don't, you cannot change your belief system. So if you're an alcoholic and you quit drinking and you keep hanging around with the alcoholics, you will drink again. If you're a drug addict and you stop consuming but you still keep the same friends, guys, you will come back to what you were. It's the same thing in my life. I am successful right now if I go back to hanging around with the same people that I was hanging around before I will not stay where I am today. So be very, very, very careful. Who's affecting your belief system? All right, guys, thank you so much. Thank you, Sabrina. Thank you, Jean-Philippe. Thank you, Marie-Pierre. Off to the French podcast. Please, please, please. If you haven't shared, we need your help to share and invite people intentionally on the Facebook page, The Millionaire of the Diamonds. Love you guys. Thank you.